Bro, the banana phone. There you go. And he should walk on stage mm. holding a banana and using it like a phone. And yes. if you yeah. don't get that reference, check two episodes back because you are now listening to the Profit First podcast. Episode 112. Yes. Uh. Ooh. Ooh. Damn. Banana phone. Wow. Ah. <laughs> oh, we forgot Damn. to ask our, our guest this episode to run right. along with us. Maybe we'll ask him in the middle of the episode this time. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe make him do his Chewbacca voice. We haven't done that in oh, a while. Oh, maybe we'll do a Chewbacca. I'll probably make a note of that. Well, welcome everyone to the show. You are really in for it this episode. And my name is Chris Curran. I'm the founder of Fractal Recording. And I'm Mike Michalowicz, the author of Profit First. And, ooh, we got a little chime there. And the author of, let's see if we can get a chime again, uh, Surge. Surge. Oh, I got the chime, yes. So go to Amazon right now and pick those books up. They will change your life, I hope. I'm joined in the studio by Christina Bulldog. Hey there. Hey there, yeah, you weren't ready for that. I was not. Took you off guard. Uh, You're listening to the Profit First Podcast. This is a show where we explore all elements of profitability. We talked about last week how you can say no to grow. We talked the week before just how you can do insanely innovative stuff with a baseball team, how to be more profitable. And today we're going to talk about how improving the skills of your people, which sounds costly, is actually more profitable. We're going to do that with Dave Kirpin in just a little bit. But first, Chris, we got to get to know each other a little more. Oh, really? Yeah, well, guess what? You can hear our show anywhere you listen to a podcast, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, and of course, the website. This is like the home base for the show, ProfitFirstPodcast.com. All our previous episodes, links to everyone, everything. You can comment on the posts. You can ask questions. It's really awesome. ProfitFirstPodcast.com. And this show, yeah, we have a great guest. Then Mike and Christina and I give our takeaways, which is always fun. We want to hear your takeaways, too. You can comment on the post. And it's all about profit because revenue is sometimes august, but profit is is a must. Oh, that was too easy. I didn't think of that. Nailed it. What were you thinking? No, I wasn't thinking of anything. It's hard enough for me to come up with the the one word. (laughs) Yeah, okay. Oh, good, good. Well, I nailed it. I'm excited. So, dude, what have you been up to, man? Ah, just, you know, trying to get started on a workout regimen, but it's hard because a lot of my sessions I do are 7 a.m. because I'm mountain time and East Coast for that's 9 a.m. So I kind of have to be available at 7 a.m. And a lot of people choose that slot to produce their pod, to record their podcast. So it's like it's hard to work out in the morning. And then, you know, once the day gets started, how that goes. You're done. I'm hearing excuses. Any suggestions, (laughs) Christina, since you're making fun of me? No, yeah. I mean, you just got to push through it. That's what I've started doing, especially, you know, my boyfriend's a a bodybuilder, basically. So he's started me on like heavy weightlifting. And and it doesn't matter how tired you are. Once you get into it, it feels good. So you just got to push to get there. And once you start going, you'll feel good. Denial ain't just a river, bro, in Egypt. It's uh, it's your life. It's all denial. <laughs> you know, also, uh, I hear every day from Christina that your boyfriend's a bodybuilder. Like, we got to have like a, uh, 
proof of this. You know, it's crazy. I've only been lifting for like two weeks now. Yeah. And I'm already seeing, he calls them newbie gains because he tells me that the first year you gain 90% of your gains. And wow. the rest is like, the, the heavier time. you go, it's harder to maintain your gains. Yeah. And I'm already seeing them like in my legs. Awesome. In my booty. Like it just, it's it's awesome. And awesome. now it just pushes me more. Yeah. yeah her oh, boyfriend yeah. is jacked supposedly so we gotta see he's, really? well, he's a power lifter right he, yeah he yeah. lifts like ten thousand people not, not a little excessive <laughs> yeah, whatever, whatever whatever he's 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 uh he's, he's gonna be like our security when we have our big blowout yeah. a celebrity <laughs> event and just we'll bench press people out of the way what's your update mike what have you been up to dude got a portable grill bro oh when man. football season kicks in oh i got a foldable portable grill now now you just gotta get your tv out on the porch i know that's the third thing and i'm done i'm done i told christina that's, that's my big dream so that was also an amazon prime day oh that's the two things i bought was the amazon echo i talked about that last week and uh, i also got this portable grill for all the virginia tech football games i'm going to so I'm kind hey of mike psyched. you have kids that are not young children anymore do you do you make them cook for you and stuff or what um, my youngest, my, I'm sorry, my oldest son cooks a little bit. My daughter is pretty good. Uh, but my wife and I actually enjoy cooking. So we do it usually cause there's usually wine involved. Mm. So <laughs> what makes it pretty much All fun. right. So, um, dude, uh, I'm looking through our notes here. Chris, what have you been up to? Ha ha ha. Mike, what have you been up to? Ha ha ha. Oh, here we are. Next. <laughs> I'm just, I lost ourselves in the notes. Ha ha ha. What about the shout outs we got there, Christina? Uh, we have a shout out from Sonita Maria or Marie uh, Sadio. Sorry if I miss pronounce that there she's a reader of profit first and she said as a new entrepreneur it's hard to know what to do with money that comes in expenses bills taxes sure but what about your salary what about profit how about saving for a buffer during hard times Mm. profit first is a simple system to really dig into these details in a specific actionable way oh gracias hermano fuerte brazo (laughs) all right and i also and i also asked barry he's barry is implementing profit first and i asked him barry how how do you think Profit First, is it really implementing your business in a positive way? Oh, forget it. <laughs> so there you go. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know I believe it. Talk about also uh, profitable, amazing, wonderful things that Barry can comment on is also our sponsors. Oh, yes. So I want to thank uh, Fundbox, Nextiva, Receipt Bank, and Fundera. We'll give some more details on them at the end of the show, but they're all corporate partners who step up show after show after show after mm. show supporting us. Right. And Thank I also you. want to mention that ProfitCon 2016 is right around the corner, September 29th. You still have an opportunity to sign up, so go to ProfitFirstProfessionals.com right now, click on upcoming events, and join us and see all these amazing speakers. Yeah, and if you haven't been to the luxurious Garden State of New Jersey, that's a good reason to go. ProfitCon, Blue- dude. Yeah, the blueberry capital of the world. And, and also the so, armpit of the nation. Right? <laughs> but not where we are. Not where we are. Not and in before our we have our guest on. But yeah. first, let me take a selfie. <laughs> 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 oh, that's a good one. I love it. His name is Dave Kirpin. Now, you may know him from television days back, back, back when reality TV was just taking off. That's when I first saw him. He doesn't even mention it in his bio, so I just wanted to meet. Well, maybe he'll mention the show he was on. Um, but he here's what he's, going on, what he's got going on in the business front. He's the founder of Likeable Local. You ever see, Christina, the thumbs up where you can click on the thumbs up if you like something? It's like the orange thumbs up. Yeah, like on That's Facebook. his company. Oh. Boom. Oh. Wow. Oh. <laughs> Christina's all nervous now. She's like, oh, I like that. <laughs> uh, he's also the author of Likeable Social Media, How to Delight Your your Clients, uh, Create an Irresistible Brand, and Be Generally Amazing on Facebook and other social media platforms. He's got other likable books out there like Likeable Business, Likeable Leadership, 
And uh, he's working on his fourth right now, which is The Art of People. And he's a popular uh, guest on television shows like CNBC's On the Money, uh, BBC, ABC, World News Night, blah, 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 you name it. He's been on that show. David, it's a pleasure to have you on the show. Yeah, thanks for, so much for having me. Uh, very cool format. Lo- lots of fun, brother. Oh, thank you. Thank you. What was the, uh, the first television appearance you had, reality TV, in the show? Well, you know, I will name the show, but the first television appearance I had is actually oh. an even better story that's very, very rarely told. Uh, so, you know, it depends how much time you have with me. But my very first television appearance was when I was 17 years old, and I was on the Geraldo Rivera show. And uh, I, uh, I thought I was just showing up to see the show, but when I got there, I was a high school junior. When I got there, they, they brought me backstage, and they said that you've been randomly selected to be amongst... Uh, a random sample of teenagers to be on our panel today. We're talking about teen sex. And, uh, oh, really? Yes, okay, sir. Terrific. And and so my very first TV appearance was uh, about two-thirds of the way through that show. Geraldo had said, you know, we've been talking about uh, teen sex and all of the dangers, uh, uh, unwanted pregnancies, STDs, HIV. Let me ask you something. Is there anyone on our panel who is an actual virgin? Right. And I raised my so- hand and I looked to the left and I looked to the oh, right, no. <laughs> and I realized no one else had their hand up. And <laughs> oh. In just a moment, he had his microphone in my face, and Geraldo Rivera said, yeah, you, sir, the virgin. Why are you a virgin? <laughs> That's frightening. Why are you a virgin? I could see Gerardo whispering in your ear afterwards, hey, we can fix that if you want. Because <laughs> oh, he, cre- he was creepy. Suffice, Dude, I was a virgin until suffi- college. Suffice to say, yeah, that, that experience, um, my first TV experience, locked in the fact that I would continue to be a virgin for the rest of my high school days. Um, <laughs> yeah. But then uh, Paradise Hotel, yeah, back in 2003, I was on uh, uh, a uh, reality TV show called Paradise Hotel on Fox. It was a really sleazy... Uh, uh, show. Uh, it was sexy singles at a luxury resort, and me, and so that made for some good television. <laughs> and well, you were the runner-up. Like you got to the very end of the show. It was like a vote-off type of show. Um, but listen, we we won't explore that right now. If anyone listening, and you, you just type in Paradise Hotel, and you'll see pictures of Dave on there, which is pretty darn cool. Dave, y- you say that. Improving people's skills results in more profitability. And I want to challenge you on that. Improving skills is costly. How does that correlate to profitability? Well, I think there's, there's, two, there's two factors in profitability. One is getting more money in and one is spending less. So I would say that people skills help you really with both getting getting more money in. I mean, I, I can't tell you how much revenue I've generated from you know people that want to do business with me because they know, like, and trust me or my people. Um, and then in terms of spending less, um, you know, I don't know if this is something necessarily to brag about, but in the companies that I've built, we've been able to hire some really world class talent and and have people here that. Um, uh, believe in the mission and believe in what we're doing and frankly are willing to work sometimes for less than market salaries because they're 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 impressed by what it is that we're doing so i think that you know on on both uh aspects of profitability if you have the people skills to influence people and get people to do what you want and like like you uh you're going to be a heck of a lot more profitable oh i got you so i totally flubbed that too i thought you were talking about improving people's skills. You're saying people's skills like rapport building, communication, the no like trust. So, sorry, I was a little bit askew there. But tell me, how can people develop people's skills? Is this something you've been trained on? How do you build that ability to influence and persuade and get amazing people on board? 
Well, thanks so much for queuing up the book. Uh, obviously, all you need to do is read the book, <laughs> yeah. and then all of your, your people skills will be improved forever. Um, no, I, I think that absolutely people can improve people skills, and um, people think it's this like mystery thing that either you're born with or you're not, but you know, it's like anything. The more you practice it, the better you'll get. Um, if I, I, I'm a really crappy painter, but if I practiced my painting skills 30 minutes a day, eventually I would be a much better painter than I am today. Mm. And it's the same thing for people skills. If you focus on it, if you practice it, you will absolutely get better at working with other people and influencing people. And obviously, I think, you know, I, I chose an area with, with my writing, I've gotten kind of broader and broader. And with people skills, I wrote about that because I think that no matter what you do, uh, no matter what you do for work, no matter what your life is at home, uh, we can all improve our people skills and get more of what we want out of our, our businesses and, and more important, our lives. Okay. So, so let's explore some maybe tactical things. Uh, I want to build, and people listening in are all entrepreneurs, they want to build their organization, their practice. What are some of the fundamental skills they should be utilizing? How do they develop that in, in building this rapport with others? Sure. So I, I have uh, the, the book has 53 uh, uh, skills. All right, just give uh, me just 52. We'll leave one little cliffhanger I, for I'm going to give you uh, 53 skills across 11 categories. And I, and okay. I guess I'll, I'll start with some of the broader um, categories of skills, right? I think that listening is probably the single most important skill and most undervalued and underutilized uh, uh, skill out there. I think we all... We all tend to think we're good listeners when we're probably not very good listeners. Mm. Most mm. of us are, are, aren't really listening. We're waiting to talk. And if you can actually truly work on your listening skills, on paying better attention, on looking at all the cues that you're, 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 you're being given when you're face-to-face -face with someone, and on not thinking about what you're going to say next, but solely focused on on, on the other person and what his or her wants and needs are, that, that skill alone will help you tremendously. I, I've been amazed at the outcomes that I've had from conversations with random strangers. You know, I told a story about, uh, in, in the book about a, a girl that I met at a party and um, I met her because I, I went downstairs and was going to charge my phone and I had about 20 minutes to charge my phone before I left the party. And so I just, I, I struck up a conversation with her and, you know, she just talked nonstop for the next 20 minutes all about her life and uh, all sorts of things she opened up about because I was just there and willing to listen and ask a couple mm. questions and, and sit back and not, not make it about me at all. And at the end of the whole 20 minute conversation, she literally had not asked me a thing about me. And she finally realized and said, wow, I, I have actually not asked you anything. What, what are you doing this weekend? And I said, well, I'm going to San Francisco with my wife um, and um, on, on a little mini vacation. Um, and uh, uh, I'm hoping to get uh, dinner reservations at a great spot. And uh, she said, oh, actually, I, I, I know uh, uh, the people over at uh, French Laundry, which is a, a world-renowned restaurant in Napa Valley. Would you like me to help? And I said, of course I know that restaurant. I've been dying to get in. I, that's been booked for months. And, and um, she ended up uh, uh, doing that for me. And, and the thing is, I, I didn't do anything but listen. All I did was listen and show, showed a random stranger, a human being, that I cared about them. Um, and they turned around. And obviously, it doesn't always happen this way. But she turned around and like gave me this huge, huge hookup for something that was really valuable. <laughs> 
That's awesome. That's awesome. So, all right. So skill one, and when I say one, I mean the top priority is listening. And uh, it, I guess it shows people that you have sincere interest in them and therefore build that rapport. What, what else can we do to improve our people skills? So, I mean, I think that um, I, there are lots of really little things. Um, uh, one example I give is extremely tactical, but, you know, I, I say always accept the water. Um, when I, uh, I had an experience as a sales guy years ago where I was running late for a pitch and I, I showed up and I was, I, was, uh, I was pretty heavy at the time and uh, so I was sweating a little bit and kind of gross looking and I was offered water but I was running late so I didn't want to put them out or anything so I didn't take the water and I proceeded to completely flub the pitch. Um, mm. And then I, 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 um, I, I did a little experiment, obviously not too scientific, but over the next 30 meetings, I, I, I took the water at 15 and I didn't take the water at the other 15 or coffee or tea or whatever I was offered, obviously. And what I realized over time was that when you take the water, you actually put the other person at ease. Imagine if, if, if you were hosting someone at your house and someone and, and, and they showed up and you said, oh, would, you like, would you like anything? Would you like some water? And they said, no, I don't want anything. And you said, oh, coffee, tea, I can, I can, I can you know, give you something and maybe a snack. And, and the person said, nah, nah, really, I don't want anything. You would actually feel kind of lousy as a host. You would feel like you weren't, you know, uh, why didn't they want the water? What, 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 what's the matter, etc. So when you flip the switch, when you're the person, whether it's a job interview or a sales pitch or a business deal, when you show up, you actually should always take the water because you want to put the other person at ease. Um, and obviously also relax yourself, but, but it's all about making the other person uh, uh, feel good. Oh, that is, I've never heard that tip before. I think that is fascinating. Uh, I can see, I guess, how it just builds this rapport uh, and reciprocity. Now they've given you something, they, they feel more comfortable in the situation and uh, perhaps now are expecting to receive something back from you, educationally, learning. Um, that's a fascinating one. Um, okay, I love to just keep tearing through these tips because I, I, I'm seeing profitability in each one, by the way, too. If you accept the water uh, and now everyone's at ease, well, it's, it's much easier to talk about the hard things to discuss, like money and, and, and business. What other tips you got for me? I yeah, I mean, like, like I said, it's only, I, I'll go 53. I got 53 and, sto- and stories for each one, and I love storytelling. And okay. you know, an, another, I'll tell you an, another uh, one that I write about uh, from one of our mutual friends that I learned about is, uh, is mirror neurons. And so the thing is, we don't realize this, but people actually, there's actually scientific evidence that people respond to your mood. And... Uh, you know, uh, uh, I learned this when doing a, um, I was doing a podcast and I was, uh, and, and, I, and I had uh, uh, this guy John on and John Bates, a mutual friend. And, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. And, and, John, and John said, um, you know, he's a, he's a professional trainer on, on, speaking, on speaking. And he said, you know, Dave, have you ever had a bad audience? And I said, oh, yeah, I've had some really lousy audiences. And he said, well, uh, I have some bad news for you. The, the lousy audiences you had are your fault. 
And I said, what are mm. you talking about? He said, well, listen, if, you're in, if you have a lousy audience, chances are that it's because you weren't in the right mindset. He said, the good news is, if, have you ever had a good audience? And I said, oh, yeah, lots of good audiences. He said, well, the good news is you can pat yourself on the back because you can take some credit for those good audiences. So it turns out we have mirror neurons that actually mirror the attitude of the person that's talking to us. So it's absolutely essential, essential, mm. if you're a leader of any kind, if you want to be persuasive, whether it's selling something or like persuasive with your husband or wife back home, you have got to get in a good mood beforehand. And, you know, I, I talk a lot about authenticity. So you have to be in an authentic good mood. You can't fake it. Um, but the, the, there's two little secrets about getting in a good mood that I certainly use all the time. Um, Alcohol. One, alcohol works, but um, the, no, actually, uh, I, I talk about gratitude. I really believe that gratitude is the best drug on the mm. planet. And um, gratitude, the thing about gratitude, unlike, unlike alcohol and cocaine, cocaine works very well too. But, um, <laughs> you know, there's, 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 there's no side effects. And, so, uh, and the other one, by the way, is acts of kindness. So if you're, if you're in a bad mood and you need to get in a good mood, which happens, like, let's face it, all the time, um, Take a moment, make a gratitude list, write out a thank you card, or like go downstairs to the bottom of your office building and hold the door open for the next 10 people, give a $5 bill to a homeless person, do something nice for someone, and you will actually find yourself in a better mood. It, it, it's a crazy thing, and it's super powerful. I love that. I'm thinking of like walking down the street and just putting quarters into the parking meters type of idea. Yeah. And I'm just thinking about it. I feel like, oh, that that would be cool. Um, and David, this isn't just when you're public speaking, right? I can do this when I'm going into a critical sales meeting or something. That, that, that's right. I mean, really, any time that you, you, you know that you need to be in the zone and, you know, you're, you're not in the zone, right? And some of us, so, I mean, we joked about drugs, but look, look, the reality is like there's lots of salespeople that are on coke. But it's like true. You, don't, you, don't, you don't need to be, you know, and, 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 but you do need to be on. You do need to be, we need to be on a lot of the time. So how do we get on in a, in a, in a more natural uh, and less damaging way? Uh, you know, th th those, those things really do work. I have a I question about the opposite yeah. of this like what if you know you can control your attitude and you can you know use what you're taught the skill the people skill that you're talking about but what happens when you meet someone who's just a jerk or in a bad mood like their attitude is gonna sort of try to affect you in some way how do you deal with that yeah, so, uh, well, let me talk about the jerks uh, for a moment because I actually have a great uh, uh, chapter on uh, dealing with people that you can't stand. Uh, I had an experience. I had a business partner that I really, this guy was a total a-hole, like real, real jerk. And um, because of the business, you know, because of the partnership that I had with, with his uh, company, I, I had to do business with him. And I complained about it to my wife and she said, Dave, why don't you take him out for coffee? Um, and I said, take him out for coffee. I can't stand this guy. He's a total asshole. Mm. And she said, oh, this is a podcast, right? So I can say that. <laughs> so, uh, so, so, uh, so she said, yeah, but, but, but if you take him out for coffee, I'll bet you anything, you won't find him to be so much of a jerk. And, you know, I can't say this was, this would always be the case, but, but, but I tell you, it, this, it worked. I took him out for coffee and, you know, we kind of found common ground. And sometimes, 
it's not necessarily the person. I mean, maybe I'm maybe I'm a hopeless optimist, but I believe that that all people at their core are basically decent people. And if you can kind of sometimes get them out of the the element of the office or wherever they are, and you know, get to a neutral location and and have a coffee or a beer, and you know, and just just shoot the shit and and and, and find some common ground, you'll be amazed at 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 how much you start to like people, um, and 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 conversely, of course, that they start to like you as well. All right, give me one more tip. I want to milk them all out of you. Yeah, so so uh, so a lot of people ask me why I wear orange shoes uh, every day. Uh, I have thirty six pairs of orange shoes, and uh, the story <laughs> that I tell them is, uh, you know, when I was raising money for my latest uh, company, like a local uh, software company for small businesses to uh, use social media, uh, I was uh, I had to meet all these uh, venture capitalists and. Uh, they're very hard to track down. So uh, I emailed, I got a mutual intro to, the, uh, to Dave McClure, Silicon Valley uh, investor. And uh, uh, unfortunately, when I emailed him, I got an email back saying, uh, I don't respond to emails ever. Mm. And so that was kind of a bummer. So I um, uh, saw he was speaking at a conference and, and uh, went to the conference thinking I'll just meet him there. And unfortunately for me, there was like 650 entrepreneurs there, all basically with the same thing in mind. And um, I, was, uh, I was unable to meet him the whole day, and I was kind of bummed out. And the end of the day finally came. It was like 5.30. I was uh, on, on, online for a cocktail. And uh, all of a sudden, I hear, I need to meet the man that's wearing those motherfucking shoes. And I look up, <laughs> and there he is. Dave McClure had sought me out um, in, in this huge crowd. And um, we started chatting. And um, he introduced me uh, to one of his associates, and within two weeks, they had written a check for two hundred fifty thousand dollars. Now, wow. obviously, I'm not here to say that you know if you wear orange shoes every day, you're gonna you know get people handing you two hundred fifty thousand dollars checks. But the bottom line is, he probably wouldn't have had that conversation with me if I hadn't worn the orange shoes. And what I do tell people out there is that th- the interesting thing is the orange shoes. Yes, it makes me stand out, but it actually is a gift to other people because it makes it easier for other people to have conversations with me. So pretty much every day, people walk up to me uh, on the train, uh, all over the place and say, love the shoes, my favorite color is orange, whatever. I actually give all these other people an opportunity to strike up a conversation with me. And so obviously it doesn't have to be orange shoes, but maybe maybe you have a a, a purple necklace or a a, a red tie or a, a certain briefcase or a certain hairstyle or a certain hat. What about... How can you develop a personal style and a personal brand that's noticeable and memorable and that will help you initiate and help others initiate conversations with you? Wow. It's amazing how all this ties back to influencing uh, through people's skills, which brings profitability. Mm. Dave, we got to get rocking and rolling here, um, but you got 48, 49 more tips for people. How do they get hold of you and your book? Yes, so the book is uh, uh, in bookstores everywhere on Amazon, and I uh, have a money back guarantee. So you talk about profit. If you if you don't like the if you buy the book and you don't like the book, uh, simply uh, send me a tweet or email. Or there's like a million ways to get a hold of me because I'm a social media guy, and I will gladly send you a check back for the full uh, amount of the book. So and then my name is Dave Kerpen, K-E-R-P-E-N, and I'm I'm literally on 13 different social networks. So hit me up with questions, comments, complaints uh, anytime. And you know you're looking at Dave when he's wearing orange. Yes. Dave, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thanks so much for having me, everyone. Thanks, Dave. Private first. Private first, baby. That went so fast. I thought we were like five minutes in, and I was like, oh, crap. Oh, no, we, we're just getting started. No, <laughs> no. Scary. I, yeah, it's pretty scary. It's like tip, tip, tip. Sounds tip, like a great tip, book. Wow. Tips. 
Yeah. It does. I love it. You know, it reminds me of a lot of these influence books, but they're more scientific mm. uh, experiments. They ran at college campuses. These are very practical. Any business person can use it. You don't need a research division to execute on this stuff. Um, so in a second, we're going to recap what Chris, Christina and I just learned. First, I want to thank our corporate partners. So uh, why don't you say their names and, and I'll share a little Next bit. Diva. Next yes. Diva. Voice over IP phone system. Right? Receipt Bank. Uh, Receipt Bank. It's like these are quiz questions. Ah, Rece- <laughs> Receipt Bank is, and I was just doing it during, right before the show started, you can scan in your receipts and it automatically synchronizes it to your bank account so you know that the receipts are properly tracked and accounted for. Fundera. Oh, oh, I thought you were going to do the fund box. <laughs> oh. Nice move. So Fundera is a one-stop shop for loans. If your business needs a loan for anything um, as simple as a capital purchase, maybe even covering payroll, I hope you're not in that circumstance, but in dire circumstances too, Fundera will shop your loan for you through traditional and non-traditional funding sources, often coming back within 24 hours with uh, access to a fund, a loan. Fundbox. And Fundbox. When you have invoices due to your company, we actually have quite a few. we got to review some for my yes. speaking. we got like all these invoices going out, but no one's paying. Uh, a little bit of me saying, maybe it's time to call Funbox. <laughs> and what Funbox will do is release those funds to you immediately. And then when the funds do come in through their natural collection process, when, when the clients pay you, you return the funds to Funbox plus their service fee and you're done. So it's kind of like invoice financing, but it's way less expensive and you get the full funds up front as opposed to a partial. Pretty cool. That's awesome. All right. Hey, can we do a quick word association with our corporate partners? Yeah, I'll sure. say the name, and then you t- you tell me the first word that comes to mind. Hmm. Okay, Fundera, Farfik Nugan, <laughs> Nextiva, <laughs> Earlobes. I was about to say one of our old sponsors. Um, Fundbox, <laughs> Bald Eagles. <laughs> I don't know. These are first things that come to me. And who? Uh, I don't know why. What's the other one, Christina? Uh, Receipt Bank. Receipt Bank. Polling pins. (laughs) Polling pins. Uh, Thank you. All right. Great. If you really think about it, I mean, that was, everyone knows that was staged, right? Everyone knows that was staged. Everyone knows that was staged. We did a lot of research. All those associations have an explicit reason. If you can figure it out, (laughs) uh, you own this company. We'll give you our company. Wait, we Uh, just did it off the cuff? You're telling him it was staged? <laughs> I know. I'm just kidding. Trying to it totally was off the cuff, and it makes no sense whatsoever. So oh, no one can win that contest. Yes. No one can win the contest. But I will tell you this: if you can somehow integrate those into a story, in all seriousness, <laughs> tell us in a comment or send us an email, uh, Christina at profitfirstprofessionals.com, and we will send you a uh, a bag of goodies: a T-shirt, <laughs> a mug, uh, bracelets, all the stuff we got here. Bald eagles. <laughs> Bald eagles. Yeah. All right. So uh, let's start off. Christina, with you, what did you learn today? Oh, goodness, which one do I want to talk about? Um, Two of them kind of tied in together for me. One he spoke about was gratitude. He says there are no side effects to gratitude. And I think that that also ties in with making other people feel good because sometimes I think we get so, especially I'm thinking of like in an interview situation, you get so nervous and so wrapped up in yourself and how you're going to present yourself that you kind of forget about the person across the table. Mm. So if you take a minute to be gracious that you're in this situation to accept anything that they offer to you, they're making them more comfortable, which makes you more comfortable and more clear minded to get across what you need to say. I agree. That was a mind-blowing tip. I never <laughs> never even thought about that. And it makes so much sense. Yeah. Chris, how about you? You know, I was impressed by all of the tips that he shared and and his whole you know, this whole angle of people skills 
and how people skills can really help you in so many small ways. And these small ways add up. I actually want to listen to the whole thing again to, to take even more notes. That's his number one thing is to listen. Yeah, yeah. So listen again, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And hey, listen, for all those folks listening on 2X, this might be a 1.5Xer this, mm. this episode. <laughs> just to slow it down, just to chill. <laughs> just to chill. Um, so for me, it was one that he didn't kind of break out as a tip, but he gave it as a tip embedded in a tip. And he said, uh, get them in a new space. So he's talking about a guy who's kind of being yeah. a dick, right? And he's like, you, you know, when you meet with him, he's a total jerk. And Dave said, no, no, get them to a new space, a new environment, and they change. You can influence people significantly by getting them into an environment. And uh, we naturally associate a behavior with an environment. Mm -hmm. So that was the takeaway for me. That's tremendous. So we want to know your takeaways. You're listening to this. Yes, you. You, you're hearing my voice. You're listening to this. You have a takeaway on what you just heard. Go to the website, ProfitFirstPodcast.com, and find this post. It's episode 112. And Comment on the post and tell us your takeaway, and maybe even ask a question as well. Hot pockets. I can't do it. I can't hit that voice. Hot I've been talking. That's better. I've been talking. <laughs> wow. talking too much. And you yeah. can also give us a rating or a review on iTunes and Stitcher and TuneIn, <clears throat> wherever you listen to the podcast. Where do you listen <clears throat> to the podcast, Mike? Where do I listen to it? What I app? listen to it on uh, iTunes. I, oh, so is iTunes or the podcasts app? What do you mean the podcast? Apple has a specific podcast app. It's like a little purple icon. Oh, as that's what I use. I use I'm yeah. sorry. I'm sorry. I use the podcasts app mm-hmm. that goes to iTunes. So I have all my downloads. You know, my challenge is and maybe Chris, you know the answer is I get on a plane and says you have 15 new podcasts to listen to. So I subscribe to actually many. I listen to the Mystic Show, other stuff that you have suggested and I've discovered. I love love the TED Hour and um, Freakonomics. Love listening to those. Here's the challenge, Chris. It says you 15 unlistened to. I get on the plane and it says, oh, they're not downloaded and I can't listen to it. How do I automatically download the new ones and flush out the old ones? Or is that even possible? Uh, well, I know there's probably a setting that you have to switch on that says every time a new episode comes out, actually download it. Hmm. So you can do that. Uh, as far you as clearing that, out okay. ones you've listened to, I don't know how to do that in okay. that app. Okay. But there's so a right way. Now, I'm just... Yeah. I just opened it. There's 32 podcasts that are unplayed, so I want to listen to my next flight, some of them. and um, You can also, I know in the app that I use, I'm on Android and I use Podcast Addict, I know you can go to any specific episode and there's like a little download arrow. So so for instance, I don't automatically download anything, but I can kind of browse through all my shows and all my episodes and I'm like, oh, I want to hear that one. I just tap download and it downloads it. Then I go find another one, tap download and download. So before you get on the plane, in fact, this is what I might suggest. Leave it the way it is where it does not automatically download. But before you get on a plane, take five minutes, go through, pick out five, 10 episodes and just download them all real quick and then get on the plane. Yeah. Now, interesting. I don't know why it's clicked on. Everything's trying to download. I, the freaking <laughs> is the internet being ruined? Like, oh my already, god! His, holy cow! It's like seventy megs. His my, phone's my, about to my freak cell, out. Yeah, my cell bill just went up to a thousand dollars this off month. That thing. Okay. Well, this has been great. I really appreciate this episode, and of course, mm. behind everything we do here at the Profit First Podcast, literally. Everything is based on Profit First Professionals because, Mike, you and Ron have put together this organization, which is the biggest no-brainer ever. I think that's how you know when you're onto something big and great is like when you Mm. create it and everyone goes, Mm. duh, because Mm. you guys are – you can help businesses Mm. by connecting them with accountants and bookkeepers who are trained – 
to help them drive profit to their business. Hello! Jeez. Hello! It's so obvious. <laughs> Hello. We actually have a recording from the first um, call we made, and, and here's a little bit. I, I called a, a prospect who, who said they need help with an accountant or bookkeeper. And I said, why? I said, have you, when's the last time you've been profitable? I want to know, have you been profitable in the last five years? Right? I picked a big number. And her answer was this. Oh, hell no. That's right. That was, <laughs> that was the call. Oh, hell no. You know, it's, it's, sad, it's a sad circumstance. The vast majority of businesses, some statistics say 83%, some say more, of businesses are not profitable. And I'll tell you, you listening right now, have you taken a profit distribution this past quarter in the last 90 days? You haven't? You're not profitable. Profitable businesses have a sustained profitability and take quarterly profit distributions. And some of them elect to do a year-end. And so if you're only doing it once a year, are you taking a profit last year? Did you? Are you going to take one this year? Did you take one year before last? If you're not consistently doing it, you're not profitable. Well, Profit First Professionals is a group of accountants, bookkeepers, and business experts who've been trained in the Profit First methodology. Not just the basic stuff I teach in the book, but all the nuances and details behind it. Here's what you do. Go to ProfitFirstProfessionals.com right now. Click on the Find button. We will introduce you to an accountant or a bookkeeper or business expert who can help drive profitability in your business. Now, here's the dealio. You probably have an accountant or bookkeeper or a business coach right now anyway. Why not get one who's been also trained in the most important aspect of your business? It's profit. And uh, don't forget, while you're there, go to upcoming events. ProfitCon 2016 is around the corner. Yes. Now, now you can live the life of profitability. You have an expert supporting you, and you have the conference of conferences where you can hear from speakers, fellow entrepreneurs who have become wildly profitable, and they can teach you their methods to do it too. So there's your call to action. Do it now. That's right. ProfitCon is September. It's not too late. Get on board. And by the way, if you're at your wit's end, if you have a company and you're thinking, man, I just got to become profitable. I just got to become profitable. Seriously. Profit First Professionals is the place to go. Just, it's time, all right? It's time. Just go there and sign up and email Mike and get in touch with Obi-Ron. He'll, he'll do this to you. Oh, there's the light. Oh, there it is. There it is. <laughs> there you go. All right, well, thanks to our guest, Dave Kirpin. Thank you, Mike. Thank you, Christina. Thanks to everyone over there in the background, including the Hawaiian Lumberjack and Obi-Ron Kenobi. Kenobi. We'll see you next Thank week. You. Mike, who's coming up next? Bailey Ruskis. Now, I was at an event just about three, four months ago yeah. with Michael Port. We did this event down in Annapolis. A private chef was there. Walk into the event. There's 20 of us. And the first thing we do is we start cooking food. And she, does, she puts on a presentation saying, I want to tell you why, as a result of today's dinner, you're actually going to have a better day tomorrow in writing books. This was an author's event. And we did. There's certain foods you need to eat that will help bring more energy, more health, more vision, vision, more focus, all these elements. The base of profitability is your own personal health, and she's going to teach us how to do it with food, how to be profitable through food. Can't wait for this episode. There you go. Thanks for listening, everybody. May the profit be with you. Peace. <laughs> no, no. Get out. All right, I'm Hurry. fading. Oh, fading. hell no. <clears throat> Get it out of here. Get it. Wow. Oh, quick fade. Ooh, that was close. Thanks, everybody. Oh!